You're listening to Destined Women Ministries, the podcast. Enjoy. Good morning, everyone. God bless you. I am so grateful to be back with a new podcast episode. So we're still in STL 22, okay? However, I'm going to move on from those four prophetic seasons because we've done it. We've done the Eve, we've done the Rebecca, we've done the Ruth, we've done the Esther. So now let's move on. Before I took that break in October of last year, we were talking about something. We were we had this this thing going, this series going called Surviving Singlehood. In Surviving Singlehood, I spoke to you all just about practical things for life application so that um, by the time you do meet your spouse, it can strengthen your, um, you can have a strong relationship with the Lord as you um, have a strong relationship with them, okay? Um, Just teaching you how to be grounded and rooted in Christ, putting him first, becoming proficient at serving God and being a single person before you move on into merging and fusing with someone. Also, there were just tips in there in general that I know we all gleaned from, um, whether married or single. So I want to continue. One thing that I do remember the Lord um, bringing up to me was um, health. And the reason being is because we have families, okay? Women, we have families, we grow humans inside of us, and we also have Um, spouses and we are supposed to have some part in the food they eat and um, their lifestyle and so I'm going to do this episode um, just to give you some education about what a healthy plate consists of healthy things to incorporate into your husband and your children in your diet Um, and just things to incorporate into your lifestyle, just to maintain health. One thing, um, that's really important for us to realize is that we're not always going to be young. We are constantly getting older. We are constantly aging and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a blessing, but we want to age the best way possible. Okay. And so there are things that we can do to ensure that our, our bodies and our the, the bodies of our spouses um, can stay strong and healthy inside and outside, okay? There are things that we can eat and there's a certain lifestyle that we can have. And um, this is a part of us being the temple of God. And um, he says, if anyone destroys the temple, he will destroy that man. We don't wanna destroy the temple of God. We wanna build up the temple of God. I like to think that if I wouldn't feed it to Jesus, if he came into my home, then I shouldn't feed it to myself. I want you all to know. Let me pray before I go any further. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much. I pray that you use my mouth. I pray that you teach your children in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we love you. Let wisdom, knowledge, revelation, understanding rest upon this broadcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Cover us with your blood. So like I was saying, it's called junk food. And this is what I wanted y'all to know, okay? Because I'm just picking up, picking up where I left off, okay? So this is what I want you to know. It's called junk food literally because it's like trash. It's literally like garbage food. So when we say, oh, I just had like a little bit of junk food or I like junk food, I need you to understand what you're saying. 
Um, we want longevity. We want to be good examples of temperance or self-discipline. And I know many of us are on weight loss journeys or we're learning and I want to be able to help you with that. Um, I want to be able to help you um, to understand how to have a healthy body. And for many of us within the body of Christ, it doesn't matter. And it's so sad. And I'm not trying to put this comparison out there because you know, um, I want y'all to feel bad or something like that. But this is just the truth. Satan teaches his workers, his witches and all of them to eat healthy. This is why they're always in Whole Foods. This is why they're always in health food stores, because he teaches them the importance of keeping your body pure and free from toxins and things that are processed and things that are not good for you. Right. Um, however, on the flip side, we over here, the saints, we are um, we eat whatever we want to eat. You know, we don't know anything about um, calories. Um, macronutrients, micronutrients, and things like that. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to, you know, go get their certification in these areas or anything. What I'm saying is we all need to know about these things because we have a body that we have to feed. And so often we see our spiritual leaders and um, they're overweight. And I was definitely one of them. Okay. And, you know, I'm still on the thicker side, but still I, everybody has their own build, you know, um, I'm still healthy. I eat right. I exercise. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but we want our leaders to be examples of good health um, because there are people who are looking to them for what's important. And it is important how you keep your body. I do believe that being a carpenter, one who didn't just work with wood, but various types of materials, it could have been different metals. It could have been stone. I do believe that Jesus had some, some type of muscular type of build to him. I'm not saying he was out there like stone cold Steve Austin or nothing like that, but I'm or Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Sorry, but um, I'm saying that he had to be strong and um, in order to maintain a nice, strong, healthy body um, to have the strength to do certain things, you have to eat a certain kind of way and you have to have a certain type of lifestyle. I do believe the way we keep our bodies and what we put into our bodies is important. We take it back to the old covenant within that old covenant. God told them straight up, don't eat that that's unclean. That's not good for you. That's not right for you. You can't put that in your mouth. And if we take it all the way back before the old covenant began, when God created humans, he created them to eat a completely plant-based diet. He says, you're going to eat all of the fruit and all of the vegetables, the herbs that are growing in this garden. And this is how they ate for um, hundreds upon hundreds of years until um, Genesis 9, when Noah and his family came out of the ark. Okay. It came out of the ark and began a whole new, um, the, the, the steps being taken for this, this covenant to begin, um, this sacrificial covenant. There are things that we can put in our bodies to enable our bodies to thrive. And then some things we've put in our bodies and it causes our bodies to deteriorate, um, or, really be stressed out and we may not even know and we say man i feel fatigued or i feel this way or i feel that way we're not realizing i'm just not drinking enough water or you know i'm not um giving my body full nourishment nourishment is not just food maybe your body actually needs a little bit of sunlight maybe your body is craving some oxygen from outside maybe it wants to take like a little 10 minute walk 12 to 15 minute walk so um the way we keep our bodies 
is very important. And as we are entrusted with a husband to cook for and children to raise, to be healthy um, without having weight issues and health issues and things of that nature, we need to be taught how to eat. Okay. So this is why I'm doing this because it's actually an important aspect of our lives as human beings and as Christians. Okay. So I am going to speak to you about the human body and um, I'm going to speak to you about what a plate should look like and about the amount of calories um, that you should have and things of that nature. Um, these are things that we don't expect to hear from the church. We don't expect to hear it from our siblings in Christ. We expect for school systems or someone else to teach it to our children. But it's actually our responsibility to know these things and then to implement them into our children's lives. Okay, so um, we a calorie. And I, I also want you all to know this. Everybody does not know what I'm about to say. So if you already know this, pardon me. Okay, but there are so many people who listen to these podcasts who don't know. Um, the information that I'm about to give. And it's important that we know these things. I didn't know these things when I was like over 300 pounds and eating McDonald's and uh, drinking milkshakes and McFlurries and all that stuff, going to the, the quote chicken spot, getting um, chicken wings and peach cobbler, all that stuff. I had no idea about these things. And I went to church. So um, just having this education will help us so much. Remember, scripture says God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And I think that lack of knowledge goes way deeper than diet. But it is an area where we lack knowledge and we don't talk about it and we don't teach each other about it. So um, it's good for us to be a healthy people. OK, it's good for us to know how to treat these bodies that have been sanctified by the blood of Jesus. So um, every day we should get in about. 2000 to 2500 calories that's just the daily recommended value or daily recommended amount of calories that we're supposed to have um, a calorie is a unit of energy okay your body burns calories in order to keep going everything every single minute your body is burning calories this is how your body is able to function even when you are sedentary so that means if you live a sedentary lifestyle you don't do much but um, you know, you work in an office or you work in a hospital, whatever, you just walk around your workplace, you walk around the grocery store, you walk around the home. Some days you don't walk anywhere. Um, you still burn anywhere from 1800 to 2000 calories. You literally are burning calories even while you're sleeping. So that's just your body's natural function. Okay. The, a good reason to work out is first of all, you will burn more calories. Um, there are, there is one pound in 3,500 calories. So if you can burn that amount of calories, if you can go into some type of calorie deficit and the amount of food that you're eating and start burning more calories, you can get one to two pounds off per week and possibly even more, okay? Depends on your body. It depends on what happens on um, how much, how quickly your body burns calories sometimes, especially sometimes when people are heavier, they burn way more calories way quickly, way more quickly than um, other people. So when you get up in the morning and you work out, what you are doing is you are kickstarting your metabolism and you are burning calories on purpose, you are causing your heart to begin to work and you are um, increasing your body temperature. 
you are moving your joints and your your um, different body parts. And what's going to happen is not only will you burn calories in the morning um, because of your workout, but you will burn more calories throughout the rest of the day just doing your regular business, not, not doing anything else because you started off your day with that workout. So when you work out, you your body automatically burns more calories. It keeps burning calories at a higher rate throughout the day um, because you started off that way. So if you wake up and you're not working out, your body's just gonna maintain just a regular basic flow. If you wake up in the morning and you get a good workout in, your body is going to keep that momentum up and keep burning calories and may ask you for some food. And when you feel that, that's not a bad thing. That's your metabolism saying, oh yes, um, give me some fuel because I just burnt some. I need you to put some more back in my body. And the beautiful cycle is, it's gonna start burning those calories off more quicker. So this is a good reason to work out in the morning, but working out any time of the day is better than not working out at all. There are... Um, YouTube channels that you can find and subscribe to literally 15 minute workouts, um, 20 minute workouts. I, I definitely don't recommend going in and going all hard in the beginning. And I'm saying that from someone who has lost over a hundred pounds, it's unnecessary. And what it does is when you're, when you want to lose weight, it puts your body into this, like this hype mode where you start off strong and then you're like, okay, I, I just gave it all I got for like the past two to three weeks. That was too much. I personally recommend to build up to, to those longer workouts, okay? That was a process that I did and it caused weight to come off um, fairly easy, actually. So um, I would work out for like 30 minutes and then um, your body will tell you when it can actually go a little longer and what I did was I incorporated some wheatgrass into my um, into my consumption. So before I started my workout, I would just drink a shot of wheatgrass. Now they have it powdered. You can just throw it in some water or whatever. I I personally don't like having anything on my stomach when I'm working out. So no nothing more than just like a little wheatgrass shot or like some putting it in some water or something. That's me personally. Maybe you need like a, a shake or something you know, some blended up fruit, you can put your little powdered wheatgrass in there. Um, there's a brand called Amazing Grass and um, they just had a buy one, get one free sale at Sprouts. Like y'all don't even understand. For eight and a half ounces, it's like 30, 33 to $35, okay? So for them to have it buy one, get one free is amazing. Um, but wheatgrass will increase your energy and it will cause you to get a good workout in. It will give your body the ability to really, I'm talking about get some I'm weight lifting in. You will just have the energy and the power and the ability to do some really tough workouts when you just incorporate just a little shot of wheatgrass. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, when you incorporate that into your workout, you get a better workout. But just starting off your day with doing something that's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, it doesn't have to even be a full 30 minutes. It will work out your heart. Cardio is necessary for heart health, okay? You need your heart to pump beyond just regular, sedentary, um, lazy, American, I drive everywhere lifestyle, okay? So um, cardio is absolutely necessary. And so it keeps your heart healthy. And that morning workout, it'll keep you burning more calories. 
and um, it'll help you to have a, a, a healthy heart rate throughout the day where your, your heart is able to increase in beats and decrease at, in a healthy way. Okay, we wanna keep our heart, heart healthy. We wanna keep away heart disease and things of that nature. So cardio is a good way to work out in the morning. If you can do 10 minutes of walking, 15 minutes of cardio. I like to do, one of the things that helped me to lose a substantial amount of weight when I was around 300 pounds and I was trying to get down, um, you know, I was about 280, I would say. Um, around 280, and I feel like I went from like 280 to 260 doing this or something like that. I was like around that place. Tabata workouts, T-A-B-A-T-A, -A -A, Tabata. They are these really hardcore <laughs> workouts, but they're not very long, okay? They, they, they're not very long, but they're very effective at toning you and um, stretching you and making your heart rate increase. But it's not a HIIT workout. Those are a little more extreme. Um, but Tabata, it puts your body into certain moves that will really get those calories um, burning off, your body using up those units of energy, and it'll get you sweating and it'll get that heart nice and healthy. Um, strength training. So let me tell you all, um, I worked with this woman with my, I had to work with people um, when I was getting my certification um, as a health coach and a life coach. I worked with this woman. She was so fabulous. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness, this woman is absolutely beautiful. You know, one of those people, you can't tell how old they are. <laughs> She had like this long, thick hair, okay? No gray. She had this beautiful complexion, smooth skin, no wrinkles. She had this tight body and everything. This woman, 50 years old. Do you hear me? This woman was 50 years old and she told me that um, she strength trains and she said, um, she says cardio will make you tired. She said, but strength training will keep you tight. Okay. And that's in so many words. So she was basically saying, you know, cardio can really burn you out. But, um, when you focus on strength training, um, it builds up your muscles. And she was living proof of that proof of that. Listen, y'all, she surfed like she was so cool. Um, she told me all about her personal trainer. She said she has some really great abs <laughs> and she told me that you don't have to work out hard for abs. She says, um, those are like the, the easiest parts of the body to work out. She said abs and legs. She said, what's difficult are the triceps. Um, but that was something that she did. That was like a routine for her. Absolutely beautiful woman. Um, I don't know where she was from. She may have been from, her family may have been from like the Philippines or something, um, but she was absolutely gorgeous, okay? 50 years old, out here, no gray hair. Hair was thick and long, y'all. I'm talking about like down to her waist, super thick, and she was just all the way fly in like her New York apartment, okay? <laughs> so... Um, strength training is another good workout. So cardio is necessary for heart health. When you get some good strength training in there though, you are working out your heart to an extent, but not the way you do with cardio. I understand her logic though, that if you're just doing cardio, you're not doing any strength training, all you're doing is making yourself tired. Everyone will tell you that 
once you get to a certain age, you really need to start doing some strength training. And I'm going to tell you why. However, um, strength training is good for you at whatever age you are. You know, the younger you start taking care of yourself, the better. The younger you start taking care of your hair, your skin, your body, your walk with Jesus, your prayer life, the, the, the better. You don't have to wait until you're older to do anything, okay? So that when you're older, these things are routine. These things come natural for you. They're not second nature. They're first nature. It's just with you, what you do. So um, strength training is necessary for bone health and bone mass protection. So this keeps away things like arthritis and osteoporosis, okay? Um, or what is it? Orthoarthritis. Thank you, Jesus. I said it right. Hallelujah. So we want to make sure that our bones don't decrease in mass and we want to make sure that our bones stay healthy. And a way to do that is by strength training. You don't need to like lift a hundred pound weights. Just get some five to 10 pound weights and lift those things. That's it. Do that. Work out your legs. Do some strength training with your legs. Okay. Um, your core, your core is literally the center of your body. Okay, literally work out your core crunches to me are like the easiest um, stomach workouts to do. But um, if you don't want to get down on the ground, there are some great standing ab workouts that you can do. Amen. Amen. You just have to go and find them. <laughs> okay, um, strength training also um, it it helps. And I can say it's also one of those things that is necessary um, for the mechanics and the functionality of your body, like to maintain healthy equilibrium. So where you have good balance. So when that, you, you know, when you get older, you're not like bumping into everything, falling, tripping and stuff like that. But when you strength train, you actually, um, strengthen the mechanics and the functionality of your body and you balance that equilibrium. You could stand on one foot and not wobble around. You understand that is something that strength training, um, fosters and it's good for you to have that as you age because it will prevent falls, trips, slips, and bumping into things unnecessarily, which is definitely something that our elder people can sometimes do. Okay. And if you say, well, I'm an elder, I think I need to strength train, go to your local gym. If you have health insurance, they will probably give you some type of free or discounted gym membership and go to some of these classes and get your workout on. Okay. They have, um, low impact workouts and they have specific workouts for your equilibrium. I've done them. Um, when I used to go to the gym frequently, those workouts are no joke. Like give me a, a heavyweight. Okay. Because those equilibrium ones, those are like worse. Um, you will be falling over, wobbling from side to side. So you see the importance of actually doing some strength training that helps you to be able to literally stand on one foot or lean over on one foot or whatever. It was one exercise where literally they had us like wobbling around, but we had to like do it in a, a uniformed, controlled way. <laughs> Okay. Um, in strength training, here's the obvious one. It tones your muscles. Okay. It tones your muscles. So, um, let's say you're a mom, you have a husband, you have children, just getting them out running and, um, doing things of that nature are a good way. Just letting them run around the, the front yard or run around the park. It's a good way to strengthen their little bodies and get them accustomed to working out. 
Children will literally, um, however you raise them, whoever watched the miseducation of a generation, what was it called? Can't remember the first thing, but it was like our first Zoom meeting. Can't remember the first part of the name. What is it? Fairy tales, myths, fables, something to that effect. Myth, myths, fairy tales, and fables. We saw how that man was training his daughter. She already had like a little six pack. It's not difficult to, um, get your children interested and excited about things that allow them to burn off all of that energy. And um, it's important also for you to take care of your husband's heart and say, listen, babe, let's just start doing after dinner walks, maybe a couple of times a week. We don't have to go far. Maybe let's just walk like 15 minutes to help our food digest a little better. So we're not just sedentary after we eat, but um, we're getting that blood flowing. We're getting our hearts pumping. We're getting some fresh air and we're allowing the children to just run around um, a little more, get them nice and tired because um, we're trying to put them on a schedule and we want them to be to sleep at a certain time. Amen. <laughs> okay, so something that is really healthy um, for you to incorporate into your eating. And you know what? Before I do that, let's talk about macronutrients and mi micronutrients. So macronutrients are the things that your body absolutely needs every day and um, a substantial amount. And that doesn't mean like tons of it. It just needs it more than the other nutrients. So the macronutrients or the nutrients that your body needs more than other nutrients, what would, would, would be considered micronutrients are um, protein, carbohydrates, and fat. Your body needs that, okay? So first, your body needs carbohydrates. Then your body needs um, protein and fat. But your body literally cannot survive without carbohydrates being put into it. Like your body needs carbohydrates. The good thing about my, um, macronutrients is that they're found in everything. Literally, you can, they're like broccoli has a fat content. You can cut out all added fat to your diet and still have enough fat for your body to function in a very healthy way. So, um, Protein is important because it supports um, cell growth and repair. Um, I've told y'all about how I flipped, I took out my protein and I replaced it with berries after I did my run and how my body healed itself and I wasn't sore after my runs or anything just by um, replacing protein with berries. So every single day, listen to me, it's important to get in berries and it may sound silly, but it's just the truth. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, frozen, or also cherries, whether they're frozen or fresh, however you do it, get those things in. Cut up some strawberries and get some whipped cream and put it on top of it and eat it, okay? I eat a coconut whipped cream by So Delicious. You can find it literally like at Target or wherever. And um, it's it literally is so delicious. And you can put that on top of your strawberries or make like a smoothie bowl with like some frozen bananas, some um, frozen strawberries, slice up some fresh strawberries on top, some blueberries on top, raspberries on top. If you want to throw in some vanilla protein powder into that smoothie bowl when you blend it and you'll have yourself something you're like, why, why would I ever need to eat ice cream again? And then you're getting all of these great antioxidants. You're getting food for your brain. Berries are amazing for um, cell tissue repair, okay? Cell tissue repair um, and healing and detoxification and fighting off free radicals, okay? Those um, cancer-causing agents and um, toxins that float around your body um, that can 
eventually be harmful, Berries fights all of those things off. And by being so awesome with cell tissue repair, Berries foster some of the juiciest, glowiest skin on the planet. Like if you want some juicy, glowy skin, you want your skin to be supple and tight. You want your skin to be able to heal itself in a healthy way. Eat berries. They're delicious. What's the problem? Okay. So, um, protein, um, is a macronutrient though, that you, um, need for cell growth and, um, cell repair. So that's why a lot of people, when they're trying to get those gains and they're working out and literally it feels like when you're lifting weights and you are, um, it really feels like you're shredding, like you are literally ripping your muscles apart. You need those muscles to come back together. So a lot of people put protein into their bodies, um, extra protein by using protein powders or whatever else they want to do, which I don't think protein powders are actually necessary unless you're on a very restricted diet. Um, but they put those protein powders in to build up those muscles that they just ripped up, okay? Um, fats, you need to eat fats and you can find fats. And like I said, they're in broccoli. Literally there's fat and watermelon. I know, I know you eat enough watermelon. <laughs> you will get a good amount of fat. Okay. And I'm not even joking or exaggerating. God has put these macronutrients in all the plants, all the fruits, all the vegetables that you can eat because he knows what he's doing. And I, I believe it's so um, nutrient dense for us because it's what we were supposed to eat, like what he created us to eat. So he made sure that he put everything in it. Okay. Um, let's see. So, um, fat, it, um, helps your body to absorb nutrients and it produces, um, certain hormones. It helps with the production of certain hormones. It also, um, fosters growth and um cell or organ protection and some of that organ protection is literally like your brain like your brain needs fat um it also fosters growth so our breast milk is literally 35 percent fat fat will help you grow if you want to lose weight stop eating it <laughs> or take it all the way down when so when God he says okay this this human this human baby needs to grow it needs a, a diet rich in fat and then they get those little thigh those little thigh rolls and they're just so cute but once they hit a certain age once they get to about four or five around that age they don't need that high fat content anymore okay so um what else does the body need oh carbohydrates. These are so important because carbohydrates provide you with, um, with your, with the energy that your body needs and it fuels vital organs like your brain. Okay. So when you're low on carbs, you may literally have like brain fog where you're like, Oh my goodness, I can't think I feel so lightheaded. I feel so dizzy. Your body needs carbohydrates so that it can actually give your brain the fuel that it needs and carbs also helps with the um function of vital systems like the nervous system can you imagine that if you don't have enough carbohydrates that it throws your nervous system out of whack so it's really important for us to make sure that we have a healthy balance of everything that god has put on this planet for us to intake or for our bodies to need so um 
um, protein, the amount of protein that you're supposed to have um, in every meal should be able to fit into the palm of your hand. This country has put so much focus on protein that is not even funny. You do not need that much protein. Protein needs to account for 10% of the calories that are on your plate. Proteins are, it's just not that serious, y'all. It's just not that serious with the amount of protein. People be, people are like, I need my protein. You can't go vegan because I need my protein. And I'm like, you could get protein from Brussels sprouts, okay? You could get your protein from quinoa. You don't, you know, it's, it's just not that deep. It's just as deep as we want it to be. Unfortunately, it just can't go that deep because it's just not that deep. Um, actually, too much protein actually works against us. One of the first things that too much protein causes, and this is why if we're trying to lose weight, we have to be careful. Too much protein causes weight gain because your body is not able to process it. Your body is not able to um, filter it. Um, you know, things have to pass through our kidneys and, um, our liver and it can't do it. If it's too much protein, it's going to start doing damage to our body. So yes, um, weight gain is a side effect of eating too much protein or having a high protein diet. And this is why sometimes bodybuilders think it's okay because they want to put on weight. They want to put on muscle. But for us people who are not out here trying to like be in, in, in the Olympics, you know, lifting weights and stuff like that, you don't need that much protein um, in your diet. Um, protein, too much protein actually also messes up your body's ability to digest food. It is um, shown to increase your risk of getting cancer, heart disease, and um, just some other issues where your body is fatigued and dehydrated and things of that nature. So please don't overdo it with the protein because it's unnecessary. What your body really needs and what it craves is um, whole grains. And why am I saying whole grains? Tiffany, why are you saying whole grains? I'm saying whole grains because whole grains contain protein, fiber, carbs, and low amounts of fat. So if you eat some brown rice, if you eat some quinoa, not only are you getting all your macronutrients in, but you're also getting in a good amount of micronutrients. So um, we don't have to go all the way in and all the way out when it comes to um, trying to get our macros in. All we have to do is really eat a healthy diet that is rich in whole plant foods. So um, your plate should be one third vegetables, okay? That means you could do it up with your vegetables. You can have greens, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, collard green, Swiss chard, kale, spinach. The list literally goes on and on. It doesn't just have to be a salad, y'all. It can be whatever you want, sauteed, boiled, roasted, um, pan fried, if that's what you wanna do. Um, but your plate really should be about one third of vegetables and a little bit of fruit in there. So that can be a salad with some tomatoes, avocados, peppers, sweet peppers, bell peppers. Those are actually fruits. Um, avocado is a fruit. Tomato is a fruit. Um, you could throw those on your salad. You can put it just on the side. I know um, a lot of Jamaican people eat avocado with their meals. That's perfectly fine. It's a good healthy fat and it's actually a fruit and your body needs those things and it's rich in vitamin e and fat helps your body to absorb vitamin e so um the way avocados work to get your skin real soft feeling like butter it's it's, it's not even a game avocados is like one of is it's one of those things it's like nature's butter 
Okay, first of all, it's good for you. Second of all, it's delicious. Put a little bit of salt and pepper on that, okay? It is so good and it actually helps your body and that's what you wanna do. Think about it in that way. I wanna eat things that have a few ingredients that actually help my body, that things that my body actually needs, things that my body will actually recognize. I like to say that the things that are best for our bodies comes from the same ground our bodies were taken from. So of course you can eat a whole bunch of different things, but that doesn't mean that it's the best option for your body, okay? So um, we wanna replace like low quality fats and low quality proteins and low quality grains with high quality um, grains. I mean, wait, I'm gonna start confusing myself. Okay, with high quality, let me do it like this, proteins, uh-huh, Tiffany, come on, fats, come on, Tiffany, you got this, come on, you, you got this, you've gone to school for this, Probably you've been talking about it for the past 35 minutes, <laughs> this, I need some more carbs, okay, <laughs> what's going on, proteins, fats, carbohydrates, how can, thank you, Holy Spirit, like, I just said I need more carbs, y'all, if I couldn't get that third one, just X off. Just leave me alone. <laughs> okay. So yeah, your um, plate should be about one third vegetables. And then, um, then you have those two parts left. Those two parts should be your grains and your protein. Okay. And if you're going to have protein, it should be about a fistful. So the amount of protein that you eat, whether it's animal protein or plant protein should fit in the palm of your hand. You can get plant protein from literally like it's just not difficult I, I i just don't ever have a problem it's never like oh no where's the protein on my plate like it's just never like a thing for me so i don't know you get protein from any you get it from chickpeas you get it from your grains you get it from your quinoa your brown rice all of that stuff um it's good to eat whole grains and it becomes um, better for your body because it's it has so much fiber in it and it's easier for your body to digest. Your body recognizes it as opposed to processed grains like white rice and white jasmine rice and white bread. Your body doesn't really recognize that and it just turns it into sugar. And in a, in a sense, it turns everything you put into it into some type of sugar, I believe, except for protein. I need to like remember these things, y'all. I really do. But um, your body does more. It's like these things are more beneficial for it and healthier and more natural for it than, um, you know, processed grains, processed um, breads and things of that nature. Um, if you have too much protein, it could also start messing up your skin where you start breaking out or you have like inflammation or irritation. But um, something that I want y'all to know is good for your body now that we know about macronutrients. Um, and micronutrients, if you want to know what those are, it's like calcium, iron. It's the things that your body needs, but not in the substantial amount that it needs those carbohydrates, protein, and um, fats. Um, something else that I always recommend incorporating into any diet is sea moss. Um, it has iodine. I, I, I'm pretty confident that all sea vegetables have iodine in it. But the amazing thing about iodine is that it regulates thyroid function. And when your thyroid is functioning in a healthy way, it promotes a healthy metabolism. So if you're attempting to lose weight, you need to have sea moss 
in your diet. CMOS also keeps your hair nice and juicy and it keeps it growing because CMOS is like pure plant collagen. So don't think you have to like ingest powdered baby cow or whatever bovine and collagen, whatever they have in the stores. Like you don't have to do that. All you need to do is get yourself some CMOS. And Ama Amazing Grass actually has something called like um, glowing hair, skin and nails or something like that, which is also plant-based collagen that is amazing. So anyway, um, let's see. So it promotes a um, healthy metabolism. It keeps your hair juicy. It keeps your skin tight and plump. This is all CMOS. It helps with your, your reproductive um, system. And so it helps with your menstrual cycle. It helps with um, sexual health. And guess what, y'all? CMOS contains B12. So we're always told that you have to take some type of supplement if you don't eat animal or you won't have your B12. But that's not the truth. All you need is some CMOS in your diet, maybe a couple of times a week. Like it doesn't even have to be that deep. You will get the amount of it's a B12 is a micronutrient. You will get the amount that you need to survive. Amen. Amen. Something else that um, is good to incorporate into our lifestyle um, are digestive enzymes. Okay. If you've had any type of gallbladder removed, if you've had issues with like kidney stones, if you had some of those organs like, I don't know, taken out, however this works, okay? If you had that type of thing going on, you wanna get digestive enzymes because digestive enzymes enables your body to be able to digest your food and absorb the nutrients from that food as it's digesting it okay so i'm gonna say that again digestive enzymes helps your body to absorb the nutrients in the food that you're eating okay so digestive enzymes are very important for us because we need to be able to not just eat but we need to get all of those micronutrients and macronutrients from whatever we're eating um also something that helps with and so if you've ever had those type of surgeries, or like I said, you have the kidney stones or you needed to have your gallbladder removed, whatever, however those things go, get yourself some digestive enzymes because it will make up for um, certain things that are not in place within your body or not functioning the way it's supposed to within your body anymore. And I also want to say this about CMOS. CMOS has like a um, 92 of the 102 nutrients that our bodies actually need to function. CMOS is literally like a superfood, okay? And um, when you have it in your diet, it boosts your immunity to things. So the likelihood of you getting sick is not very high because you're getting such a, a rich impartation of everything that your body needs to keep it healthy so if you have any type of autoimmune diseases or you suffer from any type of viruses it's really important to get some CMOS in because it's a good way of ingesting um, all the nutrients that your body needs to function the right way okay what else so we did the digestive enzymes and so this final thing I'm going to talk to you about is um, probiotics you can get it from yogurt all yogurt has probiotics. It doesn't have to say it. It doesn't have to be added. If it doesn't have probiotics in it, it's not yogurt. Probiotics are a result of um, fermentation, okay? So it's a certain amount of heat um, that something is placed in and it begins to ferment. So um, good, a good probiotic, it can be found in kimchi, 
Um, kimchi is pretty good, depends on what kind you get. Some kimchi is really good. And um, sauerkraut, I like a raw sauerkraut. They have it like at Costco, Whole Foods, Sprouts. They may have it in other stores too. It's called like Wildcraft or something and it says raw sauerkraut and it's um, naturally fermented and it's really good. It's not like overly tangy or overly salty. It's a really good addition to your plate or to your salad. Miso paste, they have chickpea miso. Um, that is some good stuff and it's naturally fermented. It has those probiotics and it adds some really good flavor and texture and richness. That umami that you hear people talking about, that umami flavor it has that amen um but a good good way to get um something fermented into your diet is kombucha so i've grown to love kombucha i don't drink soda soda is not in my opinion good for us but kombucha is naturally fermented okay so um kombucha is naturally fermented and it's like naturally carbonated so it gives you the burn like you had soda without artificial carbonation depending on the type of kombucha that you should get i will tell you what to look for when you read the label of kombucha it should be a black tea blend or a green and black tea blend it should have some type of cane sugar and um some type of filtered water um, the kombucha that um, I prefer has ginger puree and lemon puree added to it. And it's just like naturally carbonated. It's really strong. It's really delicious. And um, it's good for your gut health. And so you want to have a healthy and happy gut and you want to have healthy bowel movements. Okay. Healthy poop is solid and it should be shaped um almost like can i just say like a cheese doodle or something like or it can be longer but i'm just saying it should have like some some um substance to it it shouldn't all just be loose and all over the place that's not happy poop okay the the healthiest happy happiest poop it maintains a form as it comes out of your intestines and it should have that form it should look like it has come out of your intestines okay so um, when you have um, fermented food products and drinks, that's what happens. It fosters happy um, digestion, happy bowel movements, and um, that is what you need. You need a healthy gut because um, that gut is, again, the core of your body and you need to keep it happy. It should not be full of poop because if it's full of poop, it's full of toxins and it's full of waste and everything that is all the refuse that your body didn't absorb and didn't need. You don't want that to stay in your body. You need your bowels to just move in a healthy manner. So, um, some fermented foods will help you with that. Um, and I, you know what? I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this helped y'all somewhat. Um, again, I think it's really important for us to have these conversations for people of God to know about their health. Um, we need to know it. Our bodies are the temple of the living God. And we have been given this beautiful privilege to raise children, to be able to take care of our husbands. And we want to make sure that we are enforcing, doing our part to enforce longevity and um, keeping his heart healthy, keeping his body healthy, keeping the systems within his body healthy. And that has a lot to do with um, what we're cooking and how we influence um, him. You know, like, like, let's take a little walk or you know, let's do this or do that. I don't know. You would know. I don't. But something to keep him 
and his optimal health. That's what you want. And you want to start that tradition among your children and keep that going where your family is just healthy and it comes natural to them. So I pray that this was helpful. Um, just like I think it's important to teach about, um, you know, just how to keep your bodies and things of that nature. I feel like it all works together as far as character and good character and virtue as a Christian. Um, it all matters. So um, and we're, we're representing God with everything that we do. And um, it's good to make sure that we are taking care of our bodies and in some way representing him and bringing him glory with the way we take care of our bodies and consider our bodies and take care of and consider the bodies of our children and our spouses. Literally, y'all, there are some people who will like feed their husband and I'm not making fun or anything like a can of SpaghettiOs and think that's dinner. That's not necessarily a healthy dinner for a grown man. Okay. He, he needs some vegetables. He needs some whole grains. You want him to be strong. You want him to age healthy, you know? So, um, we need to know that your plate should consist of a vegetable, a grain and a protein. It should have all of that in there. No, tomato sauce is not a vegetable. It's a fruit. Okay. Um, and it probably may have some herbs in it, but you need to make sure that those things are available for him and you need to know it. It doesn't have to be like an expensive thing. But um, you just need to know how to take care of a human body if God is going to entrust a human body to you. Okay, so, um, you know, the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing and has obtained favor from the Lord. And that word favor means promotion, you know. Um, and let me tell you something. You've promoted his way of eating. You've promoted his way of living. You've pro promoted his understanding of how to keep his body. So I pray that this helped y'all. Um, to everyone who didn't know these things, I pray that you take it and you use it as you um, implement healthy um, habits into your lifestyle and know that I love you um, and I want you to flourish um, spiritually and also naturally. Um, I want you to be in good health even as your soul prospers. It's all important okay father in the name of jesus be glorified in everything we do from what we put into our mouth from uh, to what we say out of our mouths in the name of jesus we love you cover us with the blood and lord let these words be a good seed planted into good ground let nothing that was spoken and taught be snatched away by the enemy but father speak to your children as we're in the grocery store and as we're looking at what to get and as we're having cravings in the name of jesus speak to us father and um show us what to get instead of or give us ideas of what to cook outside of what's usual in the name of jesus lord we love you we thank you it's in jesus name we pray amen okay god bless you all